The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at YouTube.com forward slash Steven Larson. And on Twitch, where we just ran past the 500 sub Man, mark. Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank Our you, friendos thank you, thank you, thank you. really are the best. Right now, we're sitting yeah, at 514 best. subs on the Twitch. Wow. That is amazing. That's absolutely fantastic. So, incoming 24 hour stream, we'll figure it out. I think we figured it out it's going to be Friendo Fest 3. Yeah. Uh, this is going to be a lot of fun. We're going to bring some friendos in. We're going to order a shakaroni pizza. We're going to do some wee book stuff. There's a ton of stuff that we're going to do. This is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, it's going to be a blast. I, I, I've never done a 24-hour stream. The closest I've come is doing a 24-hour comic book with Big Jeff like 15 years ago. Yeah. I had much more stamina back then. I mean, I, I said, yeah, in my younger days, I've had several instances. Hell, at one point, at, I, I was working 90-hour weeks, and there was like two days in a row I was staying up pretty much straight. With there you go. There you go. So it's not That's unheard possible. of. That was also more than a decade ago, so we'll see how that goes. And this is a, a celebratory thing. We'll have plenty of support. Exactly. We'll have the friendos. It's going exactly. to be fantastic. Exactly. So. Again, thank you so much, everybody. And my chair is sinking again. That's okay. Uh, well, sure a problem, man. This, is, this isn't going to cut it. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll yeah, you know what, man? Maybe during the 24-hour stream. We're going to be streaming for 24 hours. How about this? Maybe I'll put we'll a new get, chair together. There you go. There you go. Perfect. I'll take a nap. You do a chair. Uh, and uh, Riveting. Riveting content. What if we get to 1,000? Because 1,000 is going to be our next goal. I'm not saying we're yeah. going to know a 24-hour stream, but I'll do something fun for 1,000. So we'll figure that out. Anyways, yeah, like Larson said, thanks, everybody, for that. that that's really amazing. Uh, let's talk about Monday Night Raw after uh, the horror show at Extreme Rules. Uh, <laughs> Bit of a come down after Extreme Rules, wouldn't you say? <laughs> yes, I, I would. And not just because you're saying that from a sunken chair. I don't know. I thought Raw was actually kind of fun tonight. I was Every week I complain about the prospect of watching Raw, and then I watch it, and it's actually not that terrible. Uh, Kyrie uh, Sane... Kyrie Sane was I mean, probably my personal highlight for the night. There's there's always good stuff on an episode of Raw. It's just that third hour, man. It just kind of makes getting through the whole thing, even on a good night, a little bit of a chore. Um, yeah. So I started I started a bit late, mm -hmm. and uh, uh, so I was, I was sitting watching. I'm like, all right, this got to be, it's got to be at least seven o'clock, seven fifteen. I look at the, the time. It's not even six thirty yet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, just knowing you got that third hour there to sit through. Yeah. It could sometimes make an episode of Raw a bit of a chore, a yeah. bit of a task. Uh, but, yeah, there's a lot of good good stuff in here. They seem uh, to we be. We saw yeah. Shelton Benjamin become a champion, join Hurt Business. The more Shelton Benjamin on my TV screen, the, the better, as far as I'm concerned, because he's fantastic. I marked out so hard when he <laughs> when he booted our truth and got the win Great. there. Great. That was right. And the fact that he seems to be actually a part of this faction, Hurt Business, which is yeah. a great name. I need some T-shirts, maybe uh, MVP Lashley and Shelton in like suits and ties or something like Godfather silhouetted. Maybe. I don't know, uh, man. Yeah, I, I love that. I thought that was I thought that was really great. 
Uh, Mustafa Ali, he's back. He looked phenomenal. He is jacked. Yeah, he's jacked. He posted some pictures on his Instagram, dude. Like he put on 10 or 15 pounds of muscle, man. Pure muscle. Man, jacked. Yeah, jacked. Um, and then, uh, yeah, Kyrie Saints. So, of course, in the uh, news brief today, we talked about that her, apparently, uh, I think it's PW Insider, uh, said that her time in WB is coming to an end today. It was supposed to be her last, last set of tapings. Um, and then uh, she got the win tonight. Yeah, uh, and of course they did some foreshadowing on probably how they're going to write her off with Shayna Baszler being interviewed during that match, uh, and so we had been we had heard that there was potentially some sort of like injury that will write her off of WWE TV inflicted yeah. by somebody. It, it's got it's got to be Shayna. Shayna's um, going to stomp on her arm a bunch or something like that. Because we saw a little bit of that tonight when. Uh... Bailey was working over her arm a little bit. Yeah, yeah, she was. Yeah, yeah. And we saw somebody else get their arm worked over pretty hardcore. That was Aleister Black. I wonder if they're writing him off, too, because, boy. Seems that way. Seth Rollins really went after him. Somebody here in chat said that uh, the uh, uh, Hurt Business already has um, a shirt. So I I had not seen that. I want to see. I'm I'm, I'm taking a look right now to see if I can find it. Their shop is being kind of weird. Oh, wow. they They got an Isaac Yankum. Wow. Rookie year collection. They got like a bunch of vintage shirts here. Mean Mark, mean Mark Callis, Diamond Stud, Sexton Hardcastle, oh, wow. Terror Rising. These look great. These look That's really cool. terrific. Um, wow. Anyways, I get lost there. Uh, yes. So yeah, I thought there was some. I thought there was some cool stuff. Yeah, definitely, definitely. There was some cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we might as well just dive on into it. Things kicked off with a Seth Rollins promo. Mm-hmm. Um, he's talking about Ray's injury. Uh, you know, he, I can't remember. Globe something is the Globe clinical term. In Hold on a second. Steve For notes. Someone's... Steve notes coming through again. Globe I getting, luxation. I getting pulled out of socket. Uh, he mentions that. That's what Ray is afflicted with. And he says, I want to be honest. Um, uh, I, I I I understood what an eye for an eye the stipulation entailed before the match to win. He had to move someone's eye from the socket. But what happened last night will stay with me, Seth, for the rest of my life. It was more than he expected. It made me sick to my stomach because mm-hmm. uh, he threw up. Um, he he asked himself, or he said, "I've been asked, do I regret it?" And he says, "I'm sorry, I have to do this, but I have to answer a question with a question of his own. Does the WWE Universe regret?" What I've done, he says, this was not his decision. It was the WWE Universe that made him Monday Night Messiah, and therefore his hand was forced. Mm-hmm. And oh yeah, Ray asked for that stipulation anyways. Yeah, yeah, that was Ray's idea. Um, he says, now there's no one left uh, to stand in the way of the greater good. Al Contreras says, Alistair Black, who comes out next. And uh, he's like, Seth, you... Yo, something I forget what he says. He says, I'm going to hurt you now. So Buddy Murphy goes chasing after Alistair Black. Alistair Black easily dispatches of him for like a moment. He's so hapless. (laughs) He's so damn hapless, man. He really is. Uh, But it's just for a moment because then he gets in there and doesn't, uh, and then like, yeah, he lays out Murphy, then he gets back, and then he gets pulled back out by Murphy. Yeah, briefly. and And then he tosses Buddy all around the ringside area. Yeah. Just all over the place. And then he gets in the ring. Seth flees. Go to commercial. We come back. Match has already started. Seth Rollins versus Aleister Black. Of course, this was advertised in advance. We knew this was going to happen. 
Um, and uh, Alistair was getting his arm worked over pretty good. Uh, basically, that was the story of the match. Alistair getting his arm worked over. Hey, let uh, me ask sorry. you something real quick. What? Am I missing something? What was the point of working over his arm in the first place? So they they it told was, I they, think I think it was just a storytelling device in the beginning. I get targeting a limb, but why wouldn't he target his legs? His legs. I know. Well, I think it was an opportunity that presented itself because uh, Seth ducked the punch. Alistair ended up hitting the ring. Oh, post. so Seth just went after that. Yeah, you're right. It was okay. opportunistic. And yeah. it, they they did write it in later on because uh, Seth ends up hitting. I'm sorry, Alistair ends up hitting Seth with a black mass, and uh, and Seth lands close to the ropes. And so Alistair, with one arm, because his arm is so messed up, tries to bring Seth back over. Uh, and uh, and so he, he's and then Seth is able to just roll out. Buddy comes in. Well, the Buddy comes. The Buddy comes in before he, he makes the cover. Yeah, he like two black masses in a row. He eats one. Uh, tumbles out of the ring, go to commercial, we come back. Uh, Alistair goes for another one on Seth. Seth hits him with a couple super kicks. He's like, buddy, buddy, get up. And buddy's like this. I can see now's table. <laughs> He's out. Um, and, and, you know, like the rest of the match was this Seth, whenever he found himself in a, a, a predicament, would target Alistair's arm to get himself out of the situation. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh... And in the end... This was actually somewhat surprising that it was as clean as what it was. Yeah, so Rollins hits a stomp and then like takes forever, forever. To, to crawl over there. I don't know if it was Triple H, Booker T long, but it was pretty long. He crawls over there, gets the like a really weak just sort of lay on him pin, and then he just gets the three count. Yeah, I don't no. know, man. Do you remember when Alistair Black? That's all I can think of, dude. Was, uh, all I can remember, Alistair Black was untouchable. It feels like it was yesterday, but it was over a year ago that he was untouchable in NXT. And this is not a good look at all. And this then, is only a second pinfall loss on the main roster. This is the only pin that he's taken. I think the other one was to AJ. So I mentioned on Twitter, remember the AJ one? I think he lost to AJ and he lost here to Seth. Um, but dude, but, that's no consolation because he's just booked into the like I would he he was not booked tonight like that's the case. I yeah. foresee many more pins in his future. Yeah, I think it was Sean Ross Sapp said you know this is only the second loss he's taken in a year basically, and yet there was no mention of it. And how many? But I mean, my thing is if you take out if you take out of the equation jobber matches, enhancement matches. Yeah. Yeah, Take yeah, those yeah. out of the equation. How many televised matches has that actually been? Maybe a dozen, dozen and a half. Maybe, maybe. I mean, he he's never placed in anything meaningful. Yeah, it's awful. And him and wins him, or losses. That's the real. That's the real issue. He's never placed in anything meaningful. He's, except for the Seth thing. Which he's actually just uh, operating as Ray's proxy, more or less. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only real feud Alistair has had on the main roster is with Buddy Murphy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they just keep going back to it because those two guys can put on really good matches. They keep going back and back and back and back and back to it. Yeah, um, but I mean, it's like Alistair, he's he really hasn't grown as a character whatsoever. No, hasn't been a real meaningful feud. Even the Buddy thing was a matter of really two matches. Buddy joined up with Seth, and they would just keep shoving them together. Mm-hmm. And like the whole room thing completely ruined his mystique even before he had one singles match on the main roster. 
Was the room thing, did that predate Heyman coming on as executive director or had Heyman yeah. already come on? Okay, so he was in that. the room and then everybody was like, oh, Heyman's an Alistair Black guy. Well, I never really saw that. I mean, we, we've never seen, and it's a shame because I really do think that he's got everything. It's just at this point, oh, dude, dude, he is treading into Bobby Roode territory in my eyes. Imagine Alistair Black, Tommy End in New Japan. I know. Yeah. Oh, my God. I know. You know? Yeah. Imagine him in AEW. I know. Like it's 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 basically the sky's the limit for him. I know. He's got it all. He's yeah. really good in the ring. He's so fast. I know. He tells good stories. He's good on the mic. He yeah. has it all. He's got a really interesting look. His look is great. He's got it all. So after the match, Seth uh, yells to Buddy, "Hey, get in here, attack Alistair." So Buddy's on him, grounded pound. Seth joins in. They toss him from the ring. Uh, Buddy tosses him around the barricades a few times. And then Seth uh, slams Alistair's arm into the ring post, hits an arm ringer on the floor, and then Buddy kind of pins Alistair to the hood of the announce table, and Seth just keeps on slamming Alistair's arm against it, repeatedly asking him, when is enough enough? And then the hood of the announce table comes off. Uh, they lay Alistair on top of it. Seth stomps Alistair's arm on the hood of the announce table. So it seems like they might write him off. Based on it, was, it, was, it was really brutal. Um, or he's going to start wrestling with a cowboy Bob Orton cast on his arm. That'd be cool. What if he tricks it out? It's like a goth one. I'd be down for that. You remember like that? I don't think he still has it. The one kick pad that had like the scaly stuff on it. That'd be rad. That'd be cool. I mean, look, dude, maybe the proof will be in the pudding a couple months from maybe he'll have Seth at SummerSlam and they'll write Seth off with Alistair Black getting some revenge and Seth will go, you know, uh, do the dad stuff. Or the I mean, it feels like it feels stuff. like they're building up Seth to have a match against whoever is champion after SummerSlam. That's what it feels like. Yeah, they're building up to be a big deal. And uh, and Alistair Black is just collateral damage. I, it's shocking to me that they have that they had ever even considered him as Mr. Money in the Bank. Because given the way that they treat him right now, I'm like, what the hell? I could never see that now. Never. I know. Never. I know. Isn't it crazy that like that class? I was talking to uh, Ulysses was uh, texting me, and he was like, how is it that like Angel Garza and Andrade weren't on the pay per view, or the Street Profits weren't on the pay per view either? I was like, well, you know, they just got they got too many people, they got too many things going on, and they want they want the pay per views to be short. Um, but if you look at like that class, that NXT class. Like, Champ and Gargano were so lucky that they stayed behind or that they were told to stay behind or whatever. Because, mm-hmm. like, Alistair Black and even Andrade, he's had, like, flirtations with greatness. But, man, look at where he is now. He's just trying to get a tag team title shot. Mm-hmm. Just not not a great place to be for either of these guys. And, man, they were, like, they were huge in NXT. I know. Massive. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. So after that, we had uh, MVP and Apollo Crews. They did like a little recap of that. Mm -hmm. But uh, Hurt Business was backstage, uh, at least two members of the three. Uh, yes. The third was the third man was about to be revealed because who's the third man? Our truth comes walking by, 
And uh, <laughs> Truth goes to MVP says, hey, that's a nice replica you have there. He's yeah, like, replica, funny. this is the real deal. And he's like, now, come on, man. You know, Apollo's the real champion. And then uh, he's like, hey, why don't uh, why doesn't the 24-7 champion come out to the ring with her business? And, and we'll, you know, we'll talk. And uh, he was like, I'm not going out there with you. And he's like, I'm talking about you. And then Sheldon Benjamin's boot comes in. Uh, Lashley had grabbed uh, John Cohn, the referee. And uh, he goes for the pin on R-Truth. Shelton Benjamin, new 24-7 title champion. And, of course, now maybe member of Hurt Business. I hope so. I hope hope so, so. too. I love Shelton Benjamin. I like to see him involved in stuff. He's fantastic. Uh, You neglected to mention that Ron Simmons was there uh, prior to R-Truth making his entry into this scene. Oh, because I didn't notice that. I just saw him in the War Raiders. I saw him in the War Raiders. Okay. uh, the, the, The scenario opens with him. He's like, I want you to. He says, I want you to think about what I told you. There is a better way. And after he leaves, MVP says to Lashley, "Oh yeah, we'll talk about it," fairly sarcastically. And that's when he calls over our truth. All that happens. Oh, that's cool. Okay, I did not. For whatever, I didn't see it. I didn't see that. Yeah, I thought the the Ron Simmons bit would play would pay off in some respect, but never really did. Yeah, he was talking to the War Raiders. I've always felt mm-hmm. that the War Raiders should be the second coming of the APA. So I was hopeful. That maybe some will come out of that. By the way, I forgot to mention that uh, Seth Rollins versus Alistair Black match. Two and a half Steve Stars. Oh, all right. Yeah. Uh, after that, hurt. Hold on, hold on. Before, like someone already has a star thing. Yeah, okay. In terms of wrestling, you yeah. need a different thing. Someone suggested horses. A horse rating. Yeah, I know. But something my, other than stars. In my, stars. in my Steve notes, I can't. Well, yeah, but here's the thing. It's not like Dave Meltzer has the corner on stars. Wade Keller does no, stars, done, too. It's, yeah, it's been done plenty. I guess that's, that's also kind of my point. Hashtags? Movies. No, wrestling. Look, I got to put these sort of things in my system. Steve notes, man. I got to put, and I only have so many characters I can use on my keyboard here. So exclamation points? <laughs> so many characters you could use on your keyboard? It's not a tweet. I don't have no. I mean, I don't have any horse characters here. You can't ride the. You can't say four horses. No, Three I and like half horses. I like the little stars. They look cool. Ampersand asterisks. Yeah, asterisks. Those aren't really stars or asterisks, man. Well, Dave Meltzer says they're stars. I don't know. It looks like a star here. Well, maybe a little. It's got bit. five points. It looks like a star to me. I mean, it's it's the commonly accepted. Star. How about uh, have have uh, have it a, have it be like a two sweet or a two good scale, five two goods, three and a half two goods. That's just that's a mouthful. Three and a half two goods. That's just just too much. Well, because because you're making it a mouthful. Stars. I think it's, it's just an idea. I think it's something else. Anyways, next MVP comes to the ring as promised uh, for a promo. Uh, he's there to remind everyone he's a new U.S. champ. Uh, he talks about a few weeks ago on Raw, Lashley. Ragdolled Cruz so badly that he chose to stay home and nurse his wounds rather than uh, be the fighting U.S. champ he wanted to be. And MVP says, I don't make excuses. I make history. And once they get uh, done beating up Ricochet and Cedric, uh, two kids who just don't listen, they're going to go to the after party. This uh, brings out Ricochet and Cedric. They're on the ramp. I was really hoping Uh, that Two Fly crew would then ask where that party is because it's probably a really good party. Probably would be. Um, I believe uh, MVP referred to Ricochet and Cedric as dumb and dumber. Uh, Ricochet says uh, that reference uh, has been relevant since 2006, the last time you were relevant. And he says, you're uh, uh, in the ring holding a title you didn't earn. Calls him a coward. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ricochet says he's not a champ, just a chump. And Cedric says MVP's advice means nothing because they've won titles and they've done it. 
on their own. Uh, MVP says, look at us. Her business. We're all grown men. You're just a couple of kids who should be in catering. MVP says, since uh, Cruz didn't show up, uh, they get to pick uh, two of the three Hurt Business members to face tonight. And Ricochet and Cedric say, oh no, we do have a partner. So I'm making the return to Raw in a Mustafa Ali. I am so sad you didn't just say, no, we've got a third man, brother. This is Mustafa Ali. I'm going to go Ali. hard. Uh, yeah, it was I'm great a, to I'm see a, him. I'm going to go hard. I'm a, it was great to see him. He uh, maybe took some... Uh, classes on uh, internet addiction and uh, thus oh, has the dropped, dropped the hacker gimmick, I'm thinking. Uh, so anyways, uh, Mustafa Ali shows up. Uh, the face is all going to the ring. Super kicks to Bobby. Face is Stan Tuck because Bobby goes running. He's really pissed. He goes running out there. They all give him super kicks. Yeah. They all run in there. Face is Stan Tall. They do a cool flippy thing where all they do, just do flips oh, and they great. land in the same great. time. So that was really cool. Of course, that led to a six-man tag match. Three fly crew versus... Hurt Business. Give me a better name than Three Fly Crew. Well, you have to get rid of the... Uh, oh, no, no. Somebody, who said, somebody said this. Sorry. Try Fly, try fly Crew. <laughs> try Fly Crew. Somebody said that on Twitter. One of our friendos. I mean, Two Fly Crew only works because there was a Two Live Crew. Uh, Two Fly... Try Fly... No, it's all good. That was never their official name, anyway. They they tried to get that started, didn't get picked up. Apparently, they never used that once. I'm so it was like sad in a tweet. about that. It was in a tweet. Uh, yeah, it. but that's it was a hashtag all... in a tweet. Yeah, hashtag and that's all. That's all kayfabe, though. I don't know, man. Samuel Brankowitz said, "Try fly crew." Okay. Try hard crew. You know, I'll be honest with you though. Being an old guy myself, I was kind of on MVP side on this one. He was like, "You're just a couple of kids." And I was like, they're like, I'm like, yeah, you're right. There are the three grown old men in the ring. That's who I would roll with. I really do appreciate that MVP's motivation is like, there's me, there's Lashley, and now Shelton Benjamin, all highly decorated veterans. You should want to sit under our learning tree, and and and, and be mentored by us because we've done so much in this business. Yeah, that that motivation is completely understandable. Who wants to hang out with a couple of twenty-year-olds, anyways? Well, they're probably like closer to thirty. They're all they're all over twenty, probably well over twenty. They're probably all over thirty. <laughs> I think Cedric and Cedric and Ricochet are both over thirty, but yeah, still, I'm pretty sure they all are. Lashley and Envy, they're all the forty-plus club. Yeah, they're all pushing forty at least. Yeah, pretty sure they're all over forty. And Lashley, Maybe. if Lashley isn't over forty, the rest of them are. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's that's my crew right there. I don't want to sit around watching TikTok. <laughs> Lacey does that though. She's forty crew, so. I don't know. Anyways, this is a fun enough match. Uh, there was some good Shelton Benjamin killing Cedric with some chops. Lashley got in. He killed Cedric, too. He had a spear in the corner. That was awesome. Man. MVP came in, murdered Cedric with a boot, a ball and elbow, which is, I think that was the move that I was like, I'm I'm not watching wrestling anymore. <laughs> it took that one ball and elbow move for me to quit watching wrestling until CM Punk had his pipe bomb. Uh, so anyway, Cedric got murdered, but eventually Ricochet and Ali, they got tags in. Uh, during commercial, uh, so like I know this is a thing of yours, isn't it? When the when the momentum changes during a commercial break, I don't like that. But that, but at least we got to see it. And that knee that Shelton gave that to was uh, red. that was great. I just want to spend the next five minutes talking about uh, uh, Mustafa Ali's suicide dive on Bob Lashley because that was amazing. The, yeah, it the was. velocity, the force, yeah, 
diving out of that ring was so awesome. So what happens is Cedric. They're Ricochet, all they sorry, take- dude. Hold on. I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt you, but I'm going to. In chat, they're they're claiming that Lashley's 44, MVP's 46, and Shelton's 45. All right. <laughs> Those guys are like years older than us. Just barely. Man. Painful. Man. Um, so uh, Ricochet and Cedric, they t- try to take out Lashley ringside. Uh, he grabs on the both of them. And then you don't expect it, but Ollie just comes flying in from the right side of the screen, just takes out Lashley, sends him on the announce table. Uh, and then Ricochet and Cedric, they take out Shelton and uh, uh, Lashley. And that allows uh, Ollie, uh, he dodges a corner boot from MVP, hits a neck breaker, 450 splash to get the win. So, I mean, if it seems like that Cruz might be out for a little bit, Maybe we'll get a bit of a program between MVP and Mustafa Ali. That'd be pretty cool. I wonder. It seems to me that's going to be the thing. Like, they're thinking Apollo might be out for a little while, so they're bringing Mustafa Ali in to be. And, hey, man, hopefully, maybe, given that Kofi replaced him in that world title scene a while ago, maybe he'll get to take about advantage. About a year ago. About a year ago. Yeah, that's right. Maybe well, About a year and a half ago, yeah. Maybe he'll get to take advantage. Well, it was around, uh, yeah, just before Mania, huh? Um, yeah, it was the Elimination Chamber, yeah. yeah. God, April was three months ago. That's crazy. I know. Maybe he'll get to take advantage of this opportunity. Maybe we'll see Mustafa Ali with the shiny new U.S. title. That'd be pretty cool. That could be pretty neat. I gave that match three and three quarters stars, ampersands, percent signs. I don't know. They're stars. They're stars. Anyways. What? Yeah, go ahead and look. Yeah, I'm looking on the keyboard. Three and three but quarters You don't want to type a word, do you? No, I don't want to type a word. I like the little symbol. <laughs> After that, we had... I mean, if I could use emojis, that'd be cool. Oh, what emojis would you use? As long as it rolls off the tongue. Three and a half thumbs up. Three and a half money bags. Uh, after that, that's actually not a terrible one. Uh, after that, we had a Randy Orton promo. This and Big Show's promos were really good. I thought especially... They were really good. Big Show's was so long. It was long. I really liked it, though, man. I was I was captivated right there. He's been taking the acting classes for that sitcom of his. Um, yeah, it was good. It just seemed. It felt like it went on forever. So Randy Orton was wondering about the past. He's like, you know, but not about evolution. Uh, not about you know. Oh, go hold ahead. on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Uh, Anthony suggested uh, three horses and three quarters of a stack. How about stacks? That can be your. Okay, I don't mind. Metric. Stacks is a great. That's a great word. What would be the visual symbol of that? It could be an emoji. Is there, I think there's a stack of money emoji. There you go. Stacks. I'll give it some thought. I like that. Steve Stacks. I like that. That's not a bad one. Hey, look, this is a collaborative effort. We all love each other. Randy Orton says uh, he's like he's like I've been wondering a lot about the past but not what you think I'd be wondering. I'm not thinking about when I joined Evolution. Mm. I'm thinking about the moment where I basically murdered Edge with a chair. Uh, He says, I thought my friendships were etched in stone, but the only moments that give me satisfaction anymore is when I stood over Edge two times and when I stood over Christian and I'm going to enjoy punting Big Show and ending his career. He talked about just how much the, the, the Fiend, not the SmackDown guy, but the Fiend for legend killing has 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 him gripped, man. Yeah. He's all about it. It was really good not stuff. Grit. Not grit. Grip. Gripped. Gripped. Not grit. Gripped. Uh, uh then we get a quick little bit of Ron Simmons talking to the Viking Raiders backstage again. That never paid off in anything. Uh yeah. Yeah. 
It's always cool to see Ron, but I love seeing Ron. But let's get some payoff. Didn't there. pay off exactly. Absolutely. Uh, then we got a, a a big show, basically career retrospective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In case you'd forgotten who the giant was, who the well, big show was. Well, let us remind you, dude. All they should. Sh- they- why didn't they just show like a vintage match of him in the motor in the in the uh, 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 monster, monster truck? truck. But here's the thing, like they mentioned his accomplishments, they never mentioned that thing that he was a former world champion. They said Intercontinental US tag champion. I didn't notice them ever say something like in former world heavyweight or WB champion. Oh, I didn't even I didn't even really pay attention to this because it's a re it's like a video package, so I was like, oh, what do I care? But that's interesting if they didn't, huh? Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he won. He won the big gold belt. His first like pay per view match or whatever against Hogan. And WCW. I mean, like even in WWE, he's a he's a, a really decorated champion. He's won. I think I believe both the WWE and the, the World Heavyweight Championship. Yeah, that's that's all true. Oh, Duckman yeah. says they mentioned it. All right, I missed that. Oh, okay. Just missed that. Yeah, that'd maybe be they weird. Missed, maybe they, they referenced that at a different time and then they listed off his other accomplishments. Yeah. So I was uh, really paying attention to it then. After that, we had a sad Christian interview. Yeah, he was really sad. Uh, and immediately he just starts cucking out for Ort- Orton. He's like, oh, yeah, Orton, he's the best probably ever. And, God, I just can't get – I just want him off my screen. Joe was like, hey, Christian, do you, do you think this could be a trap for the Big Show? And Christian's uh, like, well, Big Show has people in his corner. I'm assuming he meant metaphorically. Uh, he was like, and I can't wait to see the Big Show knock out Orton. Christian evidently doesn't pay attention to Monday Night Raw because that was never going to happen. After that, I was I'm very... I'm also sure he, he, these weren't his own words. They were probably written for him. Game <laughs> okay, brother. So, so you really can't hold it against Christian too much. <laughs> I can't. Performance-wise, I thought he was fine. He was a broken man at this juncture. Oh, he won that so one pathetic. last match. Just, just, you don't like Christian. You never have. You I think could hold it against great. him regardless. How about that? I think he's great. No, is, he, think... is he a Hall of Famer? Nope. Yes, he is. By the WWE's criteria, yes. By my criteria, no. Uh, you know who is a Hall of Famer? Bianca Belair. She was next. Uh, she explains the gist of being the EST. Uh, she talks about, she's like, on the other hand, we've got the thirstiest team in the locker room. <laughs> the Iconics. Peyton rolls in. She calls her the noisy, the nosiest and dumbest for sticking her nose in their business. And then uh, Ruby Riot shows up, and she's like, "Oh, where's your, where's your partner? Oh, let me guess, is she imaginary?" And then Bianca Belair. This is why she's my favorite. Est. She shoulder leaned the imaginary friend of Peyton oh, Royce. I was all about it, man. That was great. Uh, so Peyton says Bianca's gonna end up like, or Ruby's gonna end up like, no, Bianca's gonna end up like uh, trash. Live uh, for partnering up with Ruby. Ruby got mad about that, and Bianca was trying to calm her down and says uh, Peyton's going to get her ass whooped because uh, uh, Bianca... Oh, that, that these are my own Steve notes here. She says Peyton's going to get her ass whooped, but then uh, I put here, Bianca's ready for the main event. And I, I said, not the show, though. The actual main event, not actual the show. Actual main event. Yeah. Actual main event, yeah. She's a, this was so smooth, man. She's like... She's so good. She hasn't really been on TV much lately, but man... Just nothing but confidence on this mic, and she's so entertaining, you can't take your eyes off her. I know. She's so dang good. Uh, we get Peyton Royce versus Ruby Riot next. It's a pretty short match. Peyton Royce dominated pretty much 90% of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, she goes up top, misses uh, on her uh, high-flying move. Uh, Ruby hits her with a riot kick for the win. That was like that riot kick was maybe 85% of the offense that Ruby got in the entire match. Yes. enough to win. Yeah, that's correct. 
I gave it two and a half stars because told a little good story there. A couple moves here and there. I like both. I like both these people. Peyton Royce was talking trash about the whole Liv Morgan situation, so they're trying to advance that story. You know, the crappy thing though is, I'm not sure how many more times we're going to get to see Peyton's awesome finisher. I know it's so good. It's so good. It'd be a real shame if we never got to see that again. Maybe she'll have a match with uh, Bianca next week, and uh, she'll cheat to win, and she'll get that finish off. I'd be down for that. Uh, after that, uh, the so there's an interview the Zelina with Zelina Vega and her guys, and she claims the Street Profits are in hiding. And uh, no, they weren't because they attacked. This was awesome. I like when good guys show a spine, and they came in, and you just hear Dawkins saying, "We're not hiding. We're not hiding." We're right here. We're right here. We want the smoke. Yeah. And that match was next. Fun match. I was kind of surprised by the outcome somewhat because how often do they have a non-title bout between challenger and champion and the challenger gets the W just to motivate a title match down the road. Yeah. Uh, that didn't happen here despite the fact that Andrade and Angel Garza were working really well together. Um, yeah. They had no issues whatsoever during the course of this match. No issues. And they didn't really seem to sweat the loss. Um, no. No. Garza like Zelina did, but they didn't. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Garza's pants came off almost immediately as they got sort of the jump on this match. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. That great plancha that uh, Montez Ford had out to Andrade was pretty oh, great. Man. He That dude gets so much ridiculous air. And then We could talk We could talk for five minutes about that frog splash. The height, the change of direction. It's. I'm so glad that like they focus so closely on that. Like they always give you a really super slow replay because that mm-hmm. dude gets up so high in the air. It's insane. Yeah, the full 180 change of direction. So he's yeah the opposite way that he normally does. Plus I want the some. Height. I want some Taz insane. notes on Montez Ford. Oh yeah, technique by Taz. Technique by Taz. So the finish saw uh, Street Profits. They look for their finish. Andrade escapes, pushes Dawkins in the rope that knocks Ford off his feet. He gets the tag to Garza. Garza runs over there. He's looking for a superplex on Montez. Montez fights him off, hits an incredible frog splash for the win. Um, and then after an Asuka-Sasha recap from Extreme Rules, we see uh, Andrade and Angel backstage. Andrade's telling Angel to tranquilo, relax, yeah. calm. Yeah, like, hey, we've got this under control. It's a loss. Like, yes. he had a cool head about it. But then Zelina Vega comes rolling in there, starts yelling at them. Yeah, so now there's another situation i got to fix. And they tell Zelina, hey, we are on the same page. Mm-hmm. Let's not worry. This is a good point, man. M. Stevens is all on my uh, my Steve stacks right now because yeah. he also mentioned that like mid-show, I actually changed the uh, uh, Seth Rollins match, the stacks from like two and three quarters to two and a half. And, and he's like, wait a second, you, you graded that wrong or you talked about it wrong. I didn't even grade this match, the uh, Street Profits one. Uh, pretty quick match, but uh, cool frog splash. Uh, two and three fourths, two and three quarter stacks. All right. <laughs> so, what's your criteria again? So, uh, no, you know what, man? It's honestly like I gave you static about this before. I be completely honest. This is an evolving situation. Uh, I'm going to evaluate the specific math behind these all right now. Look, I'll be honest with you. I'm going off gut. I'm not <laughs> sure the greats, the Meltzers, the Kellers. I'm not sure they sit there with actual like lists of criteria to dictate what's that, how what's many that stars. notepad that Meltzer has in his hands for. He's just writing down moves. He's writing down his Larson notes, which is move, 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 move. 
Seven pages tonight, by the way, I think, for me. Uh, Steve notes. Steve notes were uh, five. Cinco. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. It's an efficient system I run here, Larson. So anyways, uh, but no, listen, I mean, for one thing, like all these matches are missing a star because there's no fans. Oh, it's, it's, it's like half it's like half star for the PC recruits, especially I think it was Booge, Booge, who was like yelling I for like he was like really giving Seth the business. Yeah, there was somebody that was just very vocal throughout the whole show. I think it was Booge. Like oh, if man. I were to take a guess, it'd be him. Um, yeah, somebody needed to come on and tell that guy to calm down. Although I did think it was hilarious when Dolph Ziggler was talking to Drew McIntyre about the stipulation and you hear I for an eye. Yeah, that was pretty funny. That made me laugh. I'll be honest. That was pretty funny. That popped Steve. Uh, next, we got uh, Bailey and Sasha coming down the ring. Crowd's booing him. Uh, Bailey tells him the show Sasha some respect. Sasha says, it's all right. I got this. A lot of people have been talking about her, accusing her of stealing the Raw title. Uh, they either have a bad memory or a low-def television. Should have made a real player reference there. Uh, <laughs> says, I actually fought for this title, unlike Asuka, who was handed it uh, to her by Becky. Um, and she says, the ref couldn't continue after taking the green miss from Asuka. So someone had to officiate the match. And Bailey says, I'm a role model, so I had to do the right thing. I had to put that jersey on and count the pit. Uh, Sasha says, I'm boss, I'm blueprint, I'm two belts bank, and now that I have all the gold, uh, now that they have all the gold, we're going to celebrate. This brings Asuka and Kyrie to the ramp. Uh, Asuka says, Sasha wasn't ready for Asuka. That is her title. And then Sasha dares her to come get it. And Oscar's making a move 
Stephanie McMahon shows up at the Tron. She says, hey, congratulations, Sasha and Bailey. You're tag champs. Bailey, you're SmackDown champ. Uh, Sasha, uh, you didn't win last night. Neither did Asuka. So we'll have a title match next week. Uh, and uh, if you're disqualified, if you uh, are counted out, or if Bailey gets involved, you lose and you lose the title. But like, where, where is like Oscar didn't lose the match, so that belt should be hers. It's like a draw essentially. Yeah, I agree with that. So that should be a situation where Oscar got her belt back. Yeah, but there is nobody there to enforce that. That's the problem. That's kind of what what feels like wonky. I guess maybe all those years of like the authority showing up and like doing twenty minute promos to start the show. Now it just feels lawless. Yeah. And, and that was sort of tonight. It was like, well, there was nobody there. There was no Triple H or Stephanie in the middle of the ring to say, Sasha, hand, hand the over. title back over because yeah. you're being ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I like this. He saw this here in chat. says Stephanie came in with a Matt Chat question. It totally looked mm-hmm. like a Matt Chat question. I was actually kind of disappointed when I saw Stephanie's head. I was like, okay, wait a second. Are they going to do – is this going to be like a match at Evolution 2? Is they going to do that? Because mm-hmm. I feel like every time Stephanie shows up, I'm like, Evolution 2 is going to happen. Yeah, no. Um, which, hey, they might do uh, Sasha Bailey at uh, if they don't do it at SummerSlam. Maybe they'll do it at Evolution too. I mean, that's a pretty sure. that's a pretty big match. That that could be a main event. Yeah, that, that would main event. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so after that, we had uh, Kyrie Sane versus Bailey. Uh, and uh, yeah, this is great. Uh, Kyrie <laughs> out of commercial. So they come back from commercial, and the match has started. Kyrie Sane just starts. She's just chopping the crap out of Bailey's chest. Coming out of commercial, uh, she does a fake out one, gets a roll up. Uh, only two on that. Uh, let's see here. Bailey attempts to suplex Kyrie out of the ring. Kyrie gets out of that axe kick. Uh, Kyrie had like a lot of great offense here. Uh, mm-hmm. There is a stomp to the back on Bailey. Bailey rolls out. Then we go to commercial. They have a new show called The Bradshaw Bunch. Now they're giving the Crisley treatment to Terry Bradshaw Larson. It's him and his family. This might have been good 15 years ago, but he's too old now. Yeah. He's like really aged. Yeah. Using that uh that uh what was that called Failure to Launch that Matthew McConaughey movie? That was like 15 years ago, yeah. Yeah. That that was really the perfect time. That would have been great then, yeah. Uh so uh yeah, anyways, after that He said Bradshaw, I thought it was JBL. I thought he was getting a reality show. I would watch that. That would actually be good. Um, During the match, so we get back to the match. uh, During it, Shayna is watching, and uh, she gets an interview. And uh, they ask if uh, she has a vested interest in the match going on. She's like, yeah. She's like, come on, I've beaten everybody here, and I don't even have a match tonight. And uh, in the end, she says, I have a vested interest in this match like a shark has a vested interest in, uh, like, meatloaf or something. I just said meatloaf because I had meatloaf tonight. It was really Sounds good. good. Yeah, it was awesome. I'm not sure if you'd like my meatloaf because I put cheese on the top. Yeah, I wouldn't like You it. could just scrape it off, though. It's good, though. Mm, it might infuse its flavor into the rest of the meatloaf. Mm. Oh, it's just magnifique. It, is, it, is it beef meatloaf or turkey meatloaf? Ground beef. Okay. Yeah. Oh. You ever done a 50-50 blend? Half turkey, half beef? No. It's good. Does it does it do anything for the flavor? Or are you just doing that for the health aspect? Well, kind of more so for the health, but it doesn't it doesn't diminish the the, the flavor whatsoever, really. Because when meatloaf, what you're tasting, a lot of it is ketchup and whatever you're putting in the season, onions, 
<laughs> breadcrumbs, all that. It's a vessel for ketchup like fries. Yeah, I know exactly. Yeah, that's good stuff. Anyways, uh, during this match, there was a really terrific number one. Sasha was cracking me up because she was she she looked like that picture of Ultimo Dragon <laughs> with all the well, titles. She was like holding up the Raw title and taunting Oscar. Yeah. The- during the match too and there's just a really terrific like anxious shot of her at one point and i'm so glad they caught that on camera it was really great it was on it was like all over twitter as a gif uh so anyways in the end let's see here Kyrie hits a sliding knee goes up top but bailey meets her up there bailey goes up top brings uh Kyrie up for a hangman's arm bar is what joe called it anyways uh bailey gets tied up in the ropes uh, Kyrie gets a double stomp like on Bailey's face. Only gets yeah, two for that. Then she, what is it? They need to stop with these spinning back fists to Bailey's face. She keeps on eating these, and they look horrible. Hmm. There was another yeah, I one. I love. I love the spinning back fist. No, great. I love it. It's great. It's just it. I mean, look, and tonight's was probably fine. I just I'm going off that one that Oscar did. That she looked. She Bailey looked horrified temple, yeah. when she yeah. did it. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure Bailey was fine. It's just, oh God, they, they, if that's a worked, I mean, that's a worked punch. It's, it looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. It just looks, it looks like you, it wrecks her. Uh, yeah. she goes up top, uh, drops an insane elbow, but her arm is too hurt to cover. Uh, uh, she does. Bailey gets her foot up. Uh, and then, uh, Kyrie Sane runs into Bailey's knee. Bailey goes up, gets the elbow drop and only gets a two on that. Bailey goes for a Bailey to belly. And Kyrie Sane is able to reverse that into a roll-up. She gets the win. I gave this four and a quarter stacks, Larson. Wow. Oh, I love this match. They gave Kyrie Sane a win, kind of probably on her way out. Unexpected. Yeah. Terrific. Yeah. Just terrific. Yeah, yeah I, I missed the end of this match because I was tending the family stuff. But uh, I'll have to go back and check it out if you rate it so highly. Oh, it was it was terrific. I really loved it. Um, I had to step away kind of right about as the Shannon interview was happening, so I missed the whole like last 10 minutes. And Kyrie, on the way up the ramp next to Asuka, like, she looked emotional. They And the, yeah. I sort of whipped up an initial thumb. I'm not sure if I'm going to use it or not, but uh, Kyrie Sane posted a picture on her Instagram of her head just sort of in her hand. Obviously, they're you know, pretty overwhelmed with emotion backstage. Mm-hmm. Um, man, what a great, what a great thank you uh, mm-hmm. to send her out, you know? If that's yeah. the case, yeah, totally. Usually, uh, who's it mentioned here in chat? Usually, when you're on your way out, you go out with the L. You do the favors, and, brother. Yeah, and the fact that she apparently is going to get a uh, a win. Yeah, Dingham Q mentions that getting a win. Of course, next week, you know, assuming there's two episodes of Raw shot today, which I don't know if that's the case. I'm assuming because they're doing every two weeks. Uh, she could make an appearance next week potentially, uh, and then they could maybe write her off if she is in fact done yeah yeah that remains to be seen um yes. but yeah this this win tonight it really kind of feels like eh, something something's out there and then with the picture and everything kind of feels like something's up um after that uh drew is going to be on his way to the ring uh he gets a quick interview really like, uh, what, what are you doing drew and he's like i got some stuff to say about my future yeah uh, so he does this is going to be fun to talk about so he comes out there and he drops a promo he starts talking about how dolph Almost had him. And he says, but there's a but. He said, but doing almost, I'm sorry, but doing, all, but almost doing things is the entire story of Dolph's career. That was great. He says, SummerSlam's coming up. I want a worthy opponent. I'm here to show the world. And out comes Dolph, I know. He says, uh, I saw something you hadn't seen in a long time. Fear. Drew's like, I just beat you 24 hours ago. What do you want? <laughs> 
Man. I like, the, I like that Drew just wants to keep moving forward. He doesn't want to keep going back. He wants What's to. What's it for him? Exactly. He let Dolph pick the stipulation. He still won. Uh, he's got nothing left to prove to Dolph. Dolph, back of the line. So He was uh, so convincingly annoyed with Dolph Ziggler yes, tonight. Yes. It was great. He was like, you're starting to embarrass yourself. Just bugger off. Oh, yeah. So if you want dismissive. a match, the answer is no. <laughs> and Dolph is like pleading, making his case, just being super annoying. And then even more pathetic, Drew starts to leave. Dolph grabs him and he gets headbutted to shit. It was awesome. He and says, Dolph, one day you're going to learn. Dolph peels himself off the mat and says, stop, you son of a bitch. So Drew puts on the brakes. Dolph says, uh, basically, I'll give you what you want. You can pick any stipulation you want. Just give me the match. I was so close to winning. I saw fear in your eyes. Uh, I deserve it. You know I deserve it. Everyone knows I deserve it. Give me the match. And Drew said, well, all that time you spent in law school is uh, paid, uh, paid off because uh, you managed to change my mind. Uh, if I get to pick the stipulation, I accept. And Dolph's like, well, what's the stipulation? And Drew goes, ha, ha, ha. I just said yes 10 seconds ago. I don't even know what the stipulation is. But I'm going to do what, I did, what you did to me. I'm going to tell you stipulation. Right before the bell rings. Hey, unplug your thing and plug it back in. I think I got. <laughs> I get a feeling. I'm wondering if Dolph is going to go away for a bit to do stand up or something. He. This might be like a career match or a retirement match or a loser leaves town match or something. Or maybe I mean Dolph just got to Raw, so I don't see him going to SmackDown. But what do you think this stipulation is going to be? I think it's going to be something big, like big picture, like that. Yeah. I don't know. He just said yes. I had time to think about it yet. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or it's going to be, or it's going to be something just to mess with Dolph, you know? A Claymore match. You can only use Claymore. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Kaufman says hair versus hair. That's, yeah, that could oh, that'd be good. <laughs> that could be. Yeah, that could be. Get Dolph has been talking about his Dolph hair again. lately. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was uh, yeah, that was funny. Like somebody in the crowd said, "Eye for eye." Yeah. So next we got the Big Show promo. And it was good. It just it it felt very long. It was long. Maybe, again, maybe it's the third hour thing where you're in the third hour, you just want to kind of get it moving along. You know what I have noticed though is that I, evidently it's not the same for you. But when I'm doing Steve notes, it did kind of move the show along for me a bit. Then more than like. Taking a nap on my couch and waking you're up. New, you're pretty new the note taking thing, so it that <laughs> right. changes. Yeah, I'll give you're like a... hour three. God, I gotta type up half this promo verbatim right now. You know? See, I see. I don't. I just get the. I just get the 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 beats, the bullet points. That's all I do. And half the time, I barely even get that. I'm just like, it's a promo. He said something's gonna motivate a match. We're good. Uh, so this is a very reflective big show. This is what I liked about that. He says, I know what kind of jeopardy my career is in. My health is in. He says, me and Randy, we used to travel the road together. We used to have a little nickname between us, Hammer and Chisel. Mm -hmm. uh, he says, we really bonded on the road. And he said, you know, we used to talk about us being basically like tigers. Like, you can't change your stripes. Randy was saddled with being a third-generation superstar. I was saddled yeah. with the literal weight of being the world's largest athlete. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like you're just giving the promo verbatim here anyways, but continue. <laughs> These are extensive notes. I, I did not mean. Uh, so anyways, he's uh, they became <laughs> friends over their burdens, but that's changed. Legend Killer is back. 
He says, is this the end of the line? It might be, but the tiger is most fierce when it senses the end is near. And this old tiger is going to do everything to make sure Randy doesn't write the end of his story. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Does Big Show really like tigers a lot? Because he has a tiger tattoo on his shoulder. Yes, of course. He loves tigers. They're the best thing ever. So that was our main event. Well, Big Show versus Randall Orton. Uh, Show starts off hitting Orton with a bunch of shots. Hit the spear. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, spear. That was the weirdest spear I've ever seen. Uh, Orton rolls out of the ring, so uh, Big Show goes gets the table, puts in the ring. Uh, he puts Randy back in the ring. Uh, Andrade and Garza run out. They start attacking him, drive him into the ring post. Orton's lined up for a punt ringside. Uh, Viking Raiders run down the ramp to make the save. They and Andrade and Garza, they brawl up the ramp, go to commercial and come back. Uh, during this match, they announced that Drew versus Dolph will happen next week with a yet-to-be-announced uh, stipulation. Uh, show charges at Orton. Randy drop kicks his knee. He's calling for the punt. Show catches him. Bang. Choke slam. Two count. Uh, show calls for the KO punch. Orton rolls out of the ring. Show sets up the table. Bad Puts move. Orton Bad on move. It. Goes to the second rope. Goes for a Vader bomb or an elbow. Orton gets out of the way. Show goes to the table. Orton, one RKO. Show kicks out. That's when Orton brings a chair in. Starts beating the heck out of him with a chair. Show was doing a really good selling, good job selling. It was very like No Country for Old Man. He was like, Aah! yeah, uh, hits a draping DT off the top rope. Another RKO for the win. And after the match, hits him with a punt. Mm-hmm. Uh, gets right up close to his ear and said, "I told you, I told you." Just like all the others, one more legend down. Yeah, I gave this three and three quarter stacks, man. I really like this. I thought it was like, you know, usually it's a big show match. It's like going to be plotting and that, cause that's what he does, especially now. But I thought yeah. it was, I thought it was pretty creative, man. He went through a table. He, he kicked out of an RKO. I mm-hmm. thought it was, I thought it was pretty rad to be honest with you. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. All right. Question time. Yeah. I think we should answer some questions, man. I got a thread sure. here on the Patreon. I'll do Twitch here. Patrick will leave it. Does Steve give more stacks if it takes place at Daly's place for Tokyo Dome? Or are you impartial? Uh, Completely and totally. No, I'm not impartial. It's impossible no. for the human condition to be impartial. If, if, in fact, actually, if a match takes place at full sale, it's an added half star guaranteed. For yeah, sale. Daly's place. You guys, come on, man. You should know me. I'm going to knock it off at least at least one star. If so you used to be... Full sale for the NXT, like the, the, the floor is three stars, right? That's if, the lowest a match can go. Well, that's the lowest any match does go there. That's like not me. That's just fact. Um, Daily's place. If you're a former WWE talent, for example, you get knocked down one star. So no FTR match can ever get five. Wow. <laughs> it's all jokes, people. It's all jokes. Uh, Twinewinder, speaking of jokes, Joe had this one. It says, Joe's comment to Byron about the coffin he picked out for him cracked me up. I remember hearing that. I remember which match it was. But I was, I was, I was pretty uh, shocked when... Joe says along the line. I can't remember what Byron said. Something like somebody had something picked out for somebody. And Joe says, yeah, the coffin I picked out for you. I was like, wow. That's pretty rough, man. I know. Murderous intent. Church Jackson, is it me or does Joe always look like, can you believe this garbage when they cut to the table after a backstage segment? Uh, I think that's just sort of the general look on his face anyways. That's why Joe is great. He is great. Fear and loathing. Steve, how would you break the ice with the hurt business knowing if you slip up it's, it's Nelson from The Simpsons for you. 
Wow, what a great that's a great great reference there. Um cuz truth made it. Uh yep. Man. You know what I I would do the AJ route because I mentioned when we were interviewing AJ uh, I had said, you know, we're old, so we remember the old THQ video games. And he said, well, I'm there with you guys. Yeah. So I would do the self-deprecating thing. That always reels in the old timers, especially about age. So uh, I definitely would not mention that I quit watching wrestling when I saw the ball and elbow. <laughs> I definitely yeah, would just, not just to say Just say to him, hey, like, why wouldn't, why wouldn't anybody want to learn from you guys? You're decorated veterans. Yeah, I traveled wrestlers. I would just express I, I would just sort of, you know, ask him some questions that would be under his learning tree. And he would mm-hmm. be like, oh, this young fella wants to know. And I'm like, yeah, you're super old compared to me. I'm 41. You're 44. Super old. Yeah. Or 46. I think he's 46. Yeesh. Wow. I never want to get there. <laughs> yeah, you want to live forever. Anyways, well, you got a question? Yeah. Martin Voltrox Hernandez. Says, uh, with seeing Montez Ford's work tonight, you guys think he could hang in a New, New Japan J-Cup tournament? Pfft. You know what? I could see Montez Ford as being Ultimo Dragon with all the titles. Absolutely. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Uh, Dr. Lipkins, uh, Vince watches John Wick and loves it. Who does he give a John Wick-inspired gimmick to? Sonya Deville. That's good. Karrion Cross. Yeah, that's sort of already, like... Exactly. Okay, but hold on a second. Killian Cross is <laughs> Killian Cross is already inspired by Hitman. Aren't those like? Wouldn't that, wouldn't that butt heads? Here's the thing, though. That Vince doesn't know that. Mm. He doesn't know that. He doesn't know the Hitman reference. No. Okay. That's not shocking. He just, he just he's like, uh, what what's the deal with this guy's leather blazer? That the only uh, jacket he owns. <laughs> Make him John Wick. <laughs> John, I don't think John Wick wears a leather blazer, though. He does it, but that would that'd be a, ra- a reason for uh, Karrion Cross getting a new blazer. All right. Yeah, Cesaro's a good answer, too. Mm. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Hunter Vandement with the new addition of Shelton Benjamin to MVP's group. Who do you think should be the next member to compete? I'm sorry, to complete the whole package, i.e., like a badass woman or something else? Needs a tag team still too. So they need to be a veteran. Then it needs to be a veteran team or a veteran uh, person on the women's roster. Um, Usos. That's not bad. Are they old enough though? I kind of feel like they're not old. They're not as old as the other guys, but they've been around for a long time. Okay, so mvp's heyday was to when did lashley when was wrestlemania 23 2006 13 years ago you know 2007 2007. okay so mid-aughts who was big in the mid-aughts it's still somehow around wow like the late even late aughts because usos are like they're like what 2013 something like that right no they were around earlier than that remember when i started getting back into it the usos were kind of coming up that was 2011 Somebody in chat will have a perfect answer. <laughs> no, not Miz and Morrison. <laughs> the primetime players. Miz and Morrison. I mean, uh, they fulfill that criteria. They, they, they do. They do. Uh, Fear and Loathing asks, uh, if Ray's eye didn't come out of his, the socket, shouldn't the match be a no contest or still going? Well, they said it did come out of the socket. 
uh, if it if it hadn't come out of the socket, yeah, the match would have to still continue until somebody's eye came out. Mm-hmm. Usos debuted in 2010 in the WWE in 2010. Yeah, man. Gee whiz, that is a long, for time. a long time. Uh, let's see here. There's really not a whole lot of people still on the roster that were wrestling in the mid-offs. Much I know. I was going to look at tag champions from the... I mean, Shelton Benjamin was a tag champion back then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Oh, this is a good one. Moses supposes. Who should turn on their team member? Hey, dude, here's my question. Why does Ricochet still have that thigh tape on? That's got to be a rib. Right? That's got to be some joke or something. Yeah. Uh, Moses supposed to, who should turn on their team member and join MVP stable, Cedric Alexander or Ricochet? It's got to be Cedric. Mm-hmm. It's got to be Cedric. Agreed. Uh, night by night, what superstar is most likely to use a specialized book light for reading their favorite classic historical fiction novels? Daniel Bryan? Well, I don't think he reads fiction. He reads all nonfiction. Yeah, but if it's a historical fiction, he might make mm-hmm. an exception because if it's wrapped in in the truth of history. Hmm. I don't know. I think AJ Styles would uh, read a book about a, histor- a historical fiction book. Uh, I mean, I guess maybe, yeah. <laughs> Omega Advent, you guys are on a high-speed chase from the cops. What car are you driving? What song is playing on the radio? What's a, what's a really fast car? Uh, like a, a Challenger? A Viper. A Viper. I don't want a car that I can't handle. Like I don't want to like pee, like you know go spinning out of it's control. It's a viper, and I'm, we're listening to Randy Orton's theme song. I hear voices, so it's just on a loop. Okay, mm-hmm. that's good. Uh, let's see here. Oh, wow, that's a great question. I'm just trying to do something. Can we get a Logan situation with Orton versus Orton match? Since he realizes he himself is a legend. <gasps> wow, yeah. A raw gate, raw gate situation. That's pretty good. I've destroyed all the legends. There's only one more. Let's see here. List of world tag team champions. Uh, O-Dog, you guys should check out Shayna from Raw Talk. It sounded very shootish when she mentioned she isn't catering because no one wants to fight her and the others are taking their time fake tanning. Wow. Yeah. That sounds uh, cool. Jorge D, which legend do you believe that Randy Orton will punt next? Rick. Rick Flair. Yeah. I actually was kind of surprised that didn't happen tonight. How about these guys to join uh, Hurt Business? Uh, Ted DiBiase and Cody Rhodes. I'm looking at all the the champions from then. So April 2009, the Colognes were champions. Boy, they threw threw together a lot of teams. They did. Uh, Chris Kaufman, which wrestler makes the best meatloaf? Uh, didn't one of the wrestlers have a cooking show now? Um, Renee Young does. Okay, 
Renee Young, I'm sure she makes a delicious meatloaf. Hey, you know uh, who could join the Hurt Business? Hmm. Dolph Ziggler. He's a bad Ryan, guy. Ryan Rubik's Cube. Speaking of Joe's commentary chops, power rank wrestlers turned commentators. Well, Jesse's on there. He was great. Wrestlers turned commentators? Larry Zabisco would not be on my particular top five list. Oh, come on, man. Larry was great back in the WCW days. He was fantastic. People used to cheer for him. They used to, like, chant his name. And then he'd stand yeah, up all confused. because people cheered for him doesn't mean he was a good commentator. Oh, come on, man. He's got the he's most. He's at the wall, and he's clearly in a, in a, in a mirror. Behind a How mirror. do you not love that? That's the best in wrestling. That's the best. Just completely goofy. Well, Gorilla Monsoon, obviously. He was fantastic. Um. Yeah. Yeah, he was great. And then Heenan. Heenan was a wrestler back in the day. Yeah. What was the first guy you said? Jesse. Yeah. Macho Man was a good commentator. Yeah. He didn't want to be there the whole year. Don't want to be Steve Carino? He was really good in New Japan. Oh, Steve Carino was awesome. I'm so sad they ever got rid of like he ever left. That makes me so sad. He was terrific. Mm, he and Kevin Kelly had really good chemistry. Don Callis. Yeah, I, I kind of like Steve Carino more. Me too. <laughs> Taz. Oh, Taz is great. Taz Technique. Yep. Uh, let's see here. Uh, go ahead. Carlos Vialba. Is it the best idea to have all three women's titles on one act? If it if it motivates the A story, then yeah, I'm fine with it. And I think it's a really uh, good story so far. And given the situation they're in where, you know, they might be a bit shorthanded. And on top of that, it's not really on like Sasha. It's just sort of up in the air kind of thing, which is weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brendan Triola, you guys think that three fly crew versus Hurt Business should have just happened. Extreme rules. Ollie's return would have felt even bigger and we would have been less confused about the U.S. title. Mm, it was a raw moment. It was a, it was a, it's a TV moment, not a pay-per-view moment. I kind of appreciate, be honest, I kind of appreciate like the fact that pretty much all the matches, except for the kickoff show match, all those matches really meant something at Extreme Rules. You know, I mean, whether or not the finish meant something, the matches being there, it felt like, yeah, that, that should be on pay-per-view, you know? Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, we already did that. Uh, Xavier Gray says, do you think that Oscar is going to retain the raw women's championship next week? I do. I think Bailey's going to, mm-hmm. Stephanie said, if Bailey interferes, Sasha loses and yep. that's, what's going to happen. Yep. Uh, Anthony, who do you want to see Randy face next after drew? That could be a compelling story. Also, what do you think Randy's favorite meal is? You know, it'd be really fun as heel versus heel. Randy versus Seth. That would be good. That could be cool. Yeah. What's Randy's favorite meal? Live mice. Guess he has a viper. Mm-hmm. Does he swallow them whole? Yeah, of course. He'll unhinge his jaw. <laughs> yeah, he unhinges his jaw. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Chris Rappersod says, the rumor is, he doesn't source this, so this is a Christopher Rappersod rumor. Randy Orton's going to turn on Ric Flair 
So if Randy, oh yeah, we've heard that one. So if, so his logic is if Randy is going back as Legend Killer, WWE is setting up a match with Randy Orton versus Triple H at SummerSlam. Could you see Randy Orton versus Triple H? I could see that. If it was retirement, if that'd be Triple H's retirement man, match, that could be cool. If he punts, if he punts Ric Flair, I could see Triple H being next. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's good. That's good. That's good. Uh, Dan Daniels the third. Who would you pick to be in the SmackDown branch of the Hurt Business? Oh wow! So they're branching out. They're licensing their name, different franchises. Mm-hmm. Uh, on SmackDown, who's older on SmackDown? Baron Corbin ponies up like a ton of money. God. I want to be Hurt Business. I want to be Hurt Business franchise. <laughs> like okay, but it's like double the amount much. for this one. I have money. Um, yeah, oh yeah, AJ. Cesaro and Nakamura. AJ Cesaro and Nakamura. That's that sort of fills the uh, yeah. They they've all been around for a while. Yes. Uh, let's see here. Thayer Thabata asks, is the punt a better finisher than the RKO? It's a more effective finisher. Yeah. Better, no. More effective, yes. Crossface, chicken stain. Who actually benefited from the Heyman era? Angel Garza, maybe? Montez Ford recently said he like he owed a lot to Paul Heyman. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to say the Street Profits benefited. Eddie Edwards benefited um, from the Paul Heyman era. Because he was being attacked by Ace Austin, and then the Good Brothers came in and helped him. Oh, all right, gotcha. They got fired by Paul Heyman. Gotcha. Uh, who benefited? SmackDown, because AJ Styles went over there. Uh, but yeah, in terms of like guys, I mean, for a second, Austin Theory, I don't know what happened to him. Um, Angel Garza, for sure. Yeah, Montez Ford. Haha, <laughs> Jackson said, guys, my dog just farted in my face. Is that worse than a Hogan heel turn? I'll be honest, I love when Gypsy farts. But in your face. I mean, I'd probably recoil and laugh. But Proximity would be a lot of it, too. Maybe it was like right there. Okay, number one, why would your face be that close to a dog's asshole? Maybe you're, maybe you're laying in bed, your dog gets up and does the turnaround thing, and when it's turning around, it just farts when it's really close to you. I'd laugh. I think it's the cutest thing in the world. But I mean, if like it was right here and you got their shit molecules in your face, I'd be, be able to gross. turn around before I really anything anything was affected. Like if I'm just laying there, I hear a pfft, like, oh god, you know, you can get out of the way. Yeah, that's a lot better than a Hogan heel turn. Uh, the Bobby Shriv, uh, uh, Bobby could see Keith Lee making a mean meatloaf. Has it been established that he can cook though? I mean, it looks like he can eat a mean meatloaf. <laughs> he's a big dude. What do you, what, he's, he's a big dude. What do you want? Jeez. Oh, fat shaming. No, he's amazing. He's he's amazing. Fantastic. Yeah. The man is amazing. He also looks like he likes to, you know, to eat. There's nothing cross wrong face, with that. Cross-faced chicken stain. I tagged you guys in a tweet of R-Truth trying to crack Shayna on Raw Talk. Favorite time the wrestler broke on camera. Oh, dude, I can't wait to watch that now. That's probably going to be great. I can't wait to watch that. Oh, this is a good question from me. Saw this. My mom and sister find both your voices very calming. Power rank which books you would do for Audible. Wow. <laughs> 1776? 
but um, I would give I, all the founding fathers like a, a foghorn leghorn voice. Good. <laughs> I said, good. I said the red coats on the way. I'd probably read uh, some like uh, Brown Bear, Brown Bear. What do you see? Some children's books. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. In what voice? Um, <laughs> the whole idea is it's our voice. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, probably Kenny Omega, I guess. Oh, that's good. Brown Bear, Brown Bear. <laughs> what, what do you, do you see? see? You son of a bitch. I see son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. I think we're good. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate yeah, it. Thank you, everybody, on Twitch for their subs. It really is. It really do appreciate getting over that 500 sub uh, mark. It's pretty cool. Thank you so much, everybody. Onwards and upwards to the 24-hour yeah. stream, irregardless of how many subs we have tomorrow. Irregardless the ain't a word, man. <laughs> regardless. Regardless of how many subs we have tomorrow or the next day. They can't take, take away the 500 that we have right now. Exactly. This moment in time has been... Uh, encapsulated irregardless of what anybody says oh, <laughs> thanks for watching everybody twitch chat stick uh, stick around we'll uh, maybe raid somebody if it doesn't seem like it's going to be too awkward till next time we'll talk to you later goodbye Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.